I tell myself, you know what, you need to stop. What, do, what are you feeling right now? Like, what do you need? Are you feeling anxious? Are you feeling overwhelmed? I give myself permission because I feel that it's giving me the opportunity to also set an example for the young women in my house. I think overall, by, by allowing myself to pause, it makes me a better wife. It makes me a better mom. It makes me uh, a, better, a better accountant for my clients. Mm -hmm. It makes me a better leader for, for those in my office. It makes me a better colleague to the people that I work with. So for me, it, it's, like, it's like I have to. Like I have to allow myself to do that. Welcome back to the Balance Goalie Podcast for ambitious women in business and a few brave men. I'm your host, Nikita Thigpen, Balance and Relationship Advisor, partnering with you to change the narrative so we can amplify intimacy within and across your relationships and you can have the freedom, flexibility, and confidence to thrive in work life and in love. My personal mission for this and every episode of the Balance Bully Podcast is to serve you with the tools you need for moving beyond just barely surviving the burnout of work and life over those narrow hills of imposter syndrome and through the barriers preventing you from being and doing greater. That is why, my lovelies, I know I sound like something out of a cartoon, but that is why I am so excited for us to continue in season 17 which the theme of this season, as you know, for those of you who have been following us, is literally about being all in. Everything we do should be all in, which is why you got to be really particular about who you have in your space, what you have in your space, and how much you have on your plate. Otherwise, you got a whole bunch of everything happening and you're not in a space of completion with anything, which causes a whole bunch of stuff that you don't really want in your life. So today, we are going to talk to someone who understands the value of being very clear and very specific about how you manage certain things in your life from a very interesting angle because many of you are high-level executives, entrepreneurs, business owners, and just out there in the world doing great, amazing, professional-level things. So you know why we need to manage our money correctly because money does matter. It's not everything, but it sure is something and is very important. So today I want to bring together an amazing woman. She is a new friend of mine that I love two pieces and I'll tell you a little bit about our relationship in a minute, but let me be professional. So my professional hat is on. Kirsten Toller, <laughs> you hear laughing? Kirsten Toller, she's a tax senior manager with Friedman LLP Group with over 25 years of combined experience, effectively balanced between public accounting and private industry, focused mainly on client service and tax. She has a diverse background and is known by some of us as a rock star. She's a rock star CPA, a rock star consultant, and a rock star strategist. At least she's been that for me in my life, I'll tell you that much. When she's not spending her time working with clients, loving on her husband, her children, and her family, Kirsten makes room to speak at the Girls Career Institute as a mentor on the Gail Beerbin Writers Women's Leadership Council, and is a subject matter expert panelist for UBS Monetizing Your Life Work Program. Kirsten, welcome to the Balance Bowley Podcast. How are you today? I'm doing well. Thank you for that. My gosh, I have chills. You're so kind. <laughs> <laughs> and you know I mean it. Oh, when, I know you do. I know you do. When people meet you, they'll be able to understand even more emphatically what your presence does 
when you walk into a room. You are not, I mean it, and you know I'm not blowing smoke, right? Like we don't have time for that. I but... know, oh, I know, I know, I know. You're my girl, I understand. Yes, Kirsten is a tall drink of water, okay? Like when she walk in the room, you, you physically, her presence is beautiful and statuesque, and she is also highly professional and so energetic just in her facial expressions, let alone in her professionalism. Because you and I have had multiple conversations across the room and some of the vertical exclusive groups that we belong to, as well as one-to-ones out on the side, where your energy just like goes up 10 points when you start to talk about money and numbers and the importance of like doing it the right way. Like, I love that about you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, definitely. I love it so much. It is. And it, it shows up in your integrity. So I would love for you to tell everyone who's listening just a little bit about what you do professionally and kind of how you got here. Oh my, okay. So um, professionally, I am a CPA. Um, I've been in practice for over 20 years. Um, My past has been a little unusual. Um, I consider myself a unicorn in the world of public accounting because most folks who are in uh, my industry at my level this is pretty much all they've ever done, and that's great. Um, mm. So their experiences have been, you know, specifically dealing with the public, kind of working through different markets, different client bases, um, and that's, that's kind of where they come from, and that's wonderful. My background's been a little different. Um, I started out in public right out of college. I worked for a very big accounting firm and quickly realized that um, I'm not an auditor. I love people who are auditors. Their brains work in mysterious ways, um, but my brain does not work like that. And so um, I ended up leaving the really big firm, went to a regional firm closer to where I live in South Jersey. And the experience there from a technical perspective was fantastic. Um, We did everything from soup to nuts. And what that meant for me um, was that I was really given the opportunity to see just how businesses work and how to best service clients, especially in the small to mid um, mid-sized business space. Not only that, but I worked with a lot of individuals. And, you know, candidly, while I had some really good leadership in that space as well, um, in the mid-90s, as a female in public accounting, it wasn't exactly um, a place where I saw myself being able to continue because I was getting married. At some point, I thought I'll probably have kids. And so at that particular point in in my opinion, in the industry, we really hadn't come that far yet. Mm -hmm. And so I ended up going into um, what we call private. So it was like an industry. Um, I worked for Cigna Insurance for a couple of years. I did things that were completely not tax related. Um, And then I ended up back in, in in a tax function because I think just at the end of the day, you know, that's where my brain is happy and and that's where I really thrived and and really was like a sponge, just learning as much as I could. Ultimately, um, I ended up moving from Cigna into, I'm going to date myself here, I went to work for Bell Atlantic. And Bell Atlantic, yeah, see? And Bell Atlantic, um, within a year that I was there, I was in their tax group, they merged with GTE to form Verizon. So I was actually there at the cusp of this big, I mean, seriously, it's this epic change in in corporate America where all of a sudden there's this monolith called Verizon and everybody knows Verizon now. Mm -hmm. Um, But in between that time frame, um, I was no longer working in public accounting, but I missed it. I missed the the client-facing element 
as much as I loved the work that I did at Verizon mm-hmm. um, and ultimately ended up working in benefit finance within that group. So I saw retirement plans and learned a lot, of, lot in that space. Um, once I passed the CPA exam, my husband, who at the time was my fiance, he was going to school for nursing. And he was working as a nursing assistant um, at a hospital in South Jersey. And he came home one day and he said, babe, can you do taxes for like other people? And I sat there and I thought, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I can. Mm-hmm. Because with my CPA license, I could sign a tax return. Yeah. And so he had some folks that he was working with who needed a CPA. And so five people showed up and then it was 13 people and then it was 30 people. And the next thing you know, I had this little fiefdom of my own under the auspice of doing tax work. Wow. And so during my journey at Verizon, um, I had my first child who's now 17. Um, I ended up working in consulting where I had my second child who is now 13. And all in this time, in this time frame, I worked four days a week because fortunately I had found a space where people kind of respected that work-life balance. I actually yeah. became the poster child at the consulting firm that I worked for because anybody who came in, my managing director would say, oh, you need to talk to Kirsten because, mm-hmm. you know, she, she just had a baby and she's doing all these things within the firm, but she still has time at home and you need to talk to her because she really made it work. Um, so during, during all of this, this change in, in time and, and things that were happening around me, um, I had my own practice, which was really cool. So consulting firm moved my job to New York City. I was not moving with the job. And so ultimately, I ended up back with the giant accounting firm that I worked with, but in a tax role. Yeah. And it still wasn't the right fit. You know, it was definitely not, um, the the slipper did not fit this Cinderella, that's for sure. (laughs) I worked with some wonderful people, some very brilliant people. But again, it it was kind of like I was feeling my way through experiencing all these different things and trying to find kind of my home like yeah. you know I, I have all of this experience how do I, I take everything that I've been learning and kind of put it together into something that I know is me yeah. and that I can move forward with all in mm-hmm. and say here's here's who I am and here's like here's how I can add the most value you know yeah. th- throughout my lifespan how can I do that and so ultimately I reconnected with uh, someone I had worked with in a former life in public accounting who's a partner here at Friedman and he was kind of with me during my journey with the big accounting firm and connected me with the COO at the time at Friedman, who was kind of really working with me. I had said to myself, I'm, I'm going to work on my own. I'm going to take this little thing that I've created and say, you know what, I'm, I'm going to do this. This mm-hmm. is what I'm going to do. I'm good at this and, and, and I'm good at kind of like to, to quote Jerry Maguire, I'm great in the living room. I'm great meeting with people one-on-one, kind of in a small space, very intimately. And I felt like that made me stand out as a CPA. There is such a, an old stereotype of CPAs with the green visor on and kind of sitting hunched, angry, working on tax returns. And that's so not me. While I love that work, I actually do love that, that technical element of what we do. Mm-hmm. The biggest piece for me was being able to service others and utilize knowledge that I had to help other people. And so, you know, I, I'm, I'm kind of still feeling my way through. Ultimately, the connection that I had at Friedman was going to help me connect with other like 
smaller sole practitioners yeah. who maybe didn't have a succession plan, maybe were looking for someone to connect with to transition business to. And ultimately, I ended up having a meeting with this person thinking, you know, the auspice of the meeting was going to be a continuation of that type of conversation. And he sat across from me in the, the office that ended up being my first office at Friedman and said, I, I have I have a proposition for you, and I'm about to throw a wrench in some of the things we've been discussing. Uh -huh. And at that point, he then said, Friedman is in a transitional period. There are a lot of partners who are you know, getting to be of retirement age, and they're really looking for like the next generation of partner. And with my soft skills, that was something that, that was lacking. And so he said, I would really love to bring you in here with the idea of passing to partner. The caveat was that I had to bring my clients with me. My entire book came ah, from Friedman. Gotcha. That was a that was a huge leap of faith for me um, yeah. because my my boss, who was one of my mentors when I worked in consulting, he'd always kind of had like a side gig, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I never really looked at it as a side gig, like it was just part of who I was. Yeah. But he always said, "Oh, always keep your clients. It'll be it's your retirement plan." And I thought that's kind of a cool concept not realizing how big it would eventually become for me and kind of trying to hold it all together, you know, while it wasn't impossible, sometimes it was a challenge. I was yeah. very, very fortunate. My husband um, has been incredibly supportive of me throughout my career. Um, I guess maybe because what he does is so different than what I do as a nurse, you know, he, he deals with like blood and guts and, and yucky <laughs> stuff. And I deal with like numbers and nerdy stuff and it works. Um, and so, you know, my, my kids have grown up through tax seasons with mom. Um, suffice it to say, neither one of them wants to be an accountant, so I don't know if I did a great job. Um, <laughs> but from, from the perspective that they kind of see, you know, hey, my mom is a successful female professional, yeah. yet she still has time to come to our soccer games and you know, our, our performances and, you know, all the various things that I want to be present for, I've been able to make this work. Sometimes I'm a bit of a trailblazer that way mm -hmm. um, because there is still a little bit of, of the old school, the old guard mentality that, that runs through my industry. Yeah, it does. But now being at Friedman, I can say confidently, um, our one co-managing partner is a female. And recently Friedman has started these we call them lunch and learns, but it's basically like a, a partner series where partners will kind of talk about their journey. Mm -hmm. And the first we just had um, recently, and our two co-managing partners, our tax managing partner is a male and our audit managing partner is a female. And both of them spoke about their journey. And it was really interesting to hear the female managing partner talk about and very much validating a lot of what I felt as a young woman in, in this industry, yeah. because there are pressures. There are pressures that, you know, there are a lot of great dads out there and there are a lot of great dads that I work with who make sure that they're present at their children's events and they make sure that they identify the true meaning of what we do. It doesn't matter what you do for a living, but it matters what impact you're making. That's right. And the impact that you most directly make is on the people in, in your direct space, in your nuclear family. Those are the people that see you every day. Mm -hmm. Those are the people that see you when your teeth aren't brushed. Those are the people that, that see you at your worst and at your best. That's right. And they love you unconditionally. But at the same time, you, you have a, a responsibility to them 
to ensure that you're giving the same back. And, and there's just there's just the beauty in being able to be supported like that. And I've been very fortunate in my career to be able to do that. So my um, from a professional perspective, um, I've really enjoyed, I've learned a lot working at Friedman. Um, I certainly have learned a lot. This past year for me, as, as you well know, has been a bit of an epiphany. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've made some very strategic decisions based on things that just have transpired around me. Yeah. And one of those really great strategic decisions is I'm, I'm going to be moving to our Philadelphia office as of January 1st. Um, I really think that this opportunity, it, it presents itself, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a technically sound tax person, but in, in the day of, you know, on the cusp of 2020, there's so much more focus now on emotional intelligence, yes, it is. on ensuring that we are, you know, in tune with the people around us. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the people coming up through my industry, that's, that's their mind space. You know, they don't want to work in an environment where they've got somebody barking at them, you know, what they need to do, how they need to do it. They don't have a say. They don't feel like they're valued. Um, all of these things, you know, need to kind of morph with the new generation that's coming through. And I know confidently now through everything that I've experienced, that's me. Yeah. So I am, I am really happy to be like that champion for the import of taking care of our people, making sure that people understand, you know, yeah, be a good technician. Yeah, take the time to learn things. Questions, I am all in. Tell me, tell me how I can help you. But at the same time, ensuring that, you know, we're respecting each other, we're taking care of each other. You know, we want to see people thrive and succeed and get to the next level. And quite honestly, you know, from a selfish perspective, it benefits me when I have really good teams around me, That's you know, right. I want good people next to me. I want to walk beside people that care about clients the way I do. You know, clients are not just um, a paycheck for me. I really care about the people that I work with. And, you know, I want to be able to continue to give and add value in that professional space. And I, and I think, honestly, it sets a good example. Um, my children are both girls, uh, mm-hmm. two daughters. Mm-hmm. They're both teenagers, so pray for me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no joke. But um, but I want them to see, and, and I think without them even realizing it, um, they're growing up in a time and in an environment where mm-hmm. their dad supports their mom. Um, I've, I've always been the majority breadwinner in my house. My mm-hmm. husband was in the Navy when I met him, um, got out of the Navy. You know, we were engaged while he was in service, got out of the Navy. He started going to school on the GI Bill. And so, you know, he was a student for four years, you know, in and around the time that, that we were getting married. Yeah. And so, you know, he, he doesn't have any preconceived notion about what my role is. Mm-hmm. We are partners. You know, he supports me. And my girls see that, you know. I mean, we're both a little crazy, so they see that too. But I think it, it helps them um, without, they, without them even having to think about it. Hopefully, my, my hope, of course, as a parent is that moving forward, whatever profession that they choose, whatever they decide to do to give back to the world, that they find people around them that will support them. Yeah. And, you know, you kiss a few frogs along the way, but at the end of the day, I just, I just think that for us to be good at what we do, we have to be well supported and we have to care and support the people around us. Absolutely. You are walking your talk like this is real 
work life and love, which is why we don't just say work life and balance. And balance is crucial. You know, it matters. It's freaking in the title of my company, Big Pro Balance and Relationship Management, right? But it's it's further than that. It's beyond just balance. It's about the love. Your first ministry is your family. Like those are the people that see you when you haven't, you know, put moisturizer on your skin or conditioner in your hair, right? Like to your to your point, like they see you at your worst and hopefully they benefit from your best. And you're walking that talk on a regular basis, which allows you to show up at work and do even greater things and have a little bit more of a bandwidth and capacity for just some of the normal life nonsense that kind of comes along when you're driving from Jersey to Philly or what, you know, whatever might happen. You have a little bit more bandwidth for your, in terms of your compassion, because life is good for you at home and it's really good for you at work. And you created this reality that you're in, which I think is why you're all in is you're creating your all in experience and you're shaping and reshaping and, you know, navigating some of the things that you didn't necessarily understand in the beginning, but you've created this new dynamic for yourself, which I love on so many levels. So I have to ask you, with all that you have going on, how do you, Kirsten Toller, give yourself permission to pause? (laughs) Well, so I think in my head, um, first of all, I'm a huge fan of mindfulness. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. one of our um, networking friends, I'll, I'll name drop Chantel Fitzgerald. Yes. Um, she has taught me a lot. I, I think, so I think I've learned a lot. Like I said, this year has been a, a giant epiphany for me. Um, I'm an empath and that's very unusual. I think when you're kind of dealing in business, but I yeah. think it makes for good client service um, yes. foundation. And so we're empath sisters, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yes, we are. <laughs> oh yes, we are. Um, what, but what I find is that Number one, it makes me a better person. Mm-hmm. So I tell myself, it, it's almost like it's almost like a task. I tell myself, you know what, you need to stop. What do, what are you feeling right now? Like, what do you need? Are you feeling anxious? Are you feeling overwhelmed? I give myself permission because I feel that it's giving me the opportunity to also set an example for the young women in my house. Mm-hmm. It also makes me, I think, overall by by allowing myself to pause. It makes me a better wife. It makes me a better mom. It makes me uh, a better a better accountant for my clients. Mm-hmm. It makes me a better leader for for those in my office. It makes me a better colleague to the people that I work with. Um, so, for me, it, it's like it's like a have to. Like I have to allow myself to do that. Um, it, it's almost not even like a, it's not an option for me. Yeah. And I think, too, with all the this, this stress, my job can be incredibly stressful. Um, having two children can be incredibly stressful with all their activities. Um, and then trying to find time to connect with my husband. You know, what do we, like, we need time together. We need to do things together. And, of course, you know, with kids, that, that morphs and changes. But, um, you know, how do we connect? And, and without, without giving myself that permission, I just think all around I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to fail at everything that's important to me. So I have to allow myself to do that. I love that you made it non-negotiable. Um, and for me, it's the, oh, same. Yeah. It's, it's the same exact thing. Sometimes it's only five minutes. Sometimes it's two minutes if it's in a really full, you know, full moon type of day. Um, and sometimes it's, you know, six weeks self location It really just depends <laughs> on what I'm able exactly. to do. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 
and not to feel guilty about it. Exactly. You know, I, I think I think there's there's enough stuff out there that if we truly and I'm I'm annoyingly a glass half full person. And so I don't it's not want annoying to, to me. allow <laughs> <laughs> I know. I don't want to allow um, things outside of me for as much as I can control. Because the only thing you can really control is your response. You mm-hmm. can control the things that are going on around you. And more and more, I'm telling you, 2019 was a huge year for me. Yeah. Um, because it actually, it, it made me kind of stop and say, you know, what do I value? What are my values? Right. What is it that, that makes me who I am? Now, I'm not going to listen to any of the noise around me. I need to remember who I am, why I'm here, and what value I can add, and what about that is, is truly me. And I have to stop sometimes when there's a lot of noise around me and say, whoa, 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 girl, stop. Right, right. All right, let's take a minute. Let's take mm-hmm. a minute. Don't feel bad about it because you're going to be a better person on the other side of that two minutes, that five minutes, that two weeks, like whatever it is, mm-hmm. like permission to unplug permission to tell yourself, you know what? And it, and, and it's funny because in, in client service, you tend to be a people pleaser. Yeah. And so you're always trying to make sure everybody else is happy. So and true. I have had to, to train myself, to physically train myself. And, and it's a work in progress. I am in no way a Jedi master at this. I've had to train myself to say, wait a minute. Okay. You need a minute. Okay. Stop. And, and put these types of things into practice. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's practicing giving myself permission, but knowing that it is not an option. It is absolutely a necessity. No, absolutely. And you're, you're, you're doing what I think all true experts are supposed to do. You know that you're finding new ways to do it when your, your brain is like, mm, saying stop it isn't working anymore. So now you're like, wait a minute, you know, like just changing your language so that your body, your brain, your mind, and your spirit can be disrupted when it needs to be disrupted. So you can kind of create a new pathway and not fall into old patterns. Um, You're doing exactly what you're supposed to do. Like I tell people all the time, like I'm the number one balance and relationship advisor in the world, but you know why? It's because I'm always freaking practicing balance. Like that's why, like it's a top of mind. Keep me up in the middle of the night. How can I do it better? How can I do it differently? How can I do it smarter? How can I do it more efficiently? It's not because I came out the womb with this perfect way of managing my time and and creating priorities. I had to execute by re-executing, by failing forward and constantly understanding that I'm imperfect and I'm imperfectly amazing at the same time. You know what I mean? So I'm so you're so good. I hear your voice (laughs) in my head more often than you realize. I I really, really do. I really do. It's incredibly helpful. As long as you don't hear me during your private time when you with your man, because that's a different conversation. That is totally private time. <laughs> you know I'm silly. And that would change the whole dynamic of that particular moment. Exactly. So that would be a little, a little, a little strange. Uh, that'd be like a, a movie or something. Right, yeah. like your work is coming home with you too much. I don't like it. Um, no, I love you, Kirsten, so much. How can people connect with you? The best way to connect with me, I'm, I'm uh, you know, for better or for worse, I'm, we're always on, right? So um, the best way for people to connect with me is through email, and that's ktoller at freedman.com. That's perfect. Thank you so much. You have been amazing, incredible, energetic, just transparent and authentic, just like I expected and gave the listeners a little bit more than I could have imagined. So I'm so grateful for you carving out this time and just being here, showing up and showing out. 
as you no, always I'm, do. I'm grateful for the opportunity. Yeah, this has been this. I've been looking forward to this for a while. This really means a lot. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Woo, Balance Boldly listeners. Was Kirsten not just so refreshing and so amazing and such a phenomenal way to really like kickstart all of the newness that you need to be in as we roll forward with 2020? Like everything she talked about is just so relatable on so many levels from the transitions and the pivots and rediscovering what works, looking at what isn't fitting and finding new ways to create your own balance and create your own joy by being all in and what you deem is the most important for your values. I love her so much. I love her so much. And I'm so grateful. <laughs> I'm so grateful she was here. <laughs> um, thank you. I'm sending you a virtual hug. Oh, I'm receiving right now. I'm like totally receiving. I just thank you so much. And I thank you guys for showing up and listening and tuning in. As always, if you like what you hear on the Balance Boldly for Ambitious Women in Business and a few Brave Men podcast, make sure you subscribe, rate, and share so we can help ensure that the other ambitiously bold and brave have access to these valuable life, love, and business balance tools. As always, if you need to connect with me, just go on Ask Nikita everywhere. IG, Twitter, Facebook, you name it, I'm there. And just follow, DM me your questions. Let me know what you want to talk about. And as we roll into our Thursdays with the Let's Talk Intimacy live stream, don't be shy. Submit your questions. If you want to do it anonymously, just email me at asknikita at bigpro.com and just put in there, don't share my name, share my city, share my height, share something else, but just don't tell people who I am. And ask the question because we want to make sure that we can really help you amplify intimacy both personally and professionally so in the interim i want you to go create your balance and create your joy but remember people do it boldly thank you for listening <laughs>